It's the Silver Travel Podcast. And today I've got Phil Shipman with me from Classic Collections. He is an account manager there. So he's the chap that's going to tell us all about where to get the best of our winter sun. Although, of course, they do look after summer sun too. Now, Phil, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. No, no worries. Now, it's getting a bit chillier. I don't know how it is where you are, but I'm just about to put the alpaca blanket around my shoulders. So we're thinking about winter sun holidays. Just give me a broad overview of Classic Collection and what you can actually offer to our listeners. No problem at all. Well, that time of the year when uh, when the weather starts to turn and we start to think about, you know, lighting the fire and uh, getting towards the festive season, a lot of people are obviously looking at where they can go a little bit further afield to get away, to get some nice sunshine. So there are many, many options that we can we can offer our customers, whether it's long haul or whether it's short haul. There are a variety of different destinations to choose from. And of course, things to suit every single pocket. You can go to the Caribbean, you have the Indian Ocean, some wonderful places to go to. We've got the Middle East um, is another, another fantastic area that you can explore. And then obviously a little bit close to home. Canary Islands are always very, very popular during the winter. We've got lovely islands like Madeira, Cyprus. There's plenty and plenty of different options for, for customers to enjoy and to experience, as I say, to suit all ranges, all pockets, and also all durations. Because one thing that we've noticed as a real good trend at the moment is long stay holidays, where actually it's well worth looking at the cost of a holiday for that extra week or extra fortnight, because it probably could be cheaper to be away from home than having the gas on at home uh, and staying away and having someone else do the cooking. So it's something to consider. certainly would appeal to me, I can tell you. (laughs) You don't just say, right, here's a holiday, do you? I mean, you make a nice package, you put the flights around it, all that kind of thing. Absolutely, yes. We we like to think that we look after our customers uh, from start to finish by curating and creating the absolute perfect package for them. We always include private transfers as standard. So wherever you're going, you'll be looked after by our ground agencies. And we can do all airlines, all airports, everything that's required for our customers. Some people like to choose to travel on a low-cost airline if it's a short haul. Equally, we can do your your British Airways business class, whatever it is you're looking for. And then a manner of all different room types, suites, villas even. Uh, We're certainly seeing a lot more multi-generational families traveling with us now. And and having that extra space, especially in this sort of post-COVID era, having somewhere where you can go, have the room to maybe stretch out in your own room. Even dine in your own room is very popular as well. So literally, our packages are completely bespoke. We don't have anything on the rack. We create it specifically for the customer's needs. And again, around their specific budgets and whatever their requirements might be for their holiday. Well, marvellous. We're talking about the winter and the best places, you know, traditionally have been the Caribbean and Indian islands. But you mentioned there Tenerife and also Cyprus, uh, Madeira. Too. They don't shut down then in the. They don't. No, absolutely all year round destinations, and you know they're not necessarily destinations that people think of as having something else that they can offer. Um, I mean, I'll throw in a couple of caveats for you there. I mean, did you know that Tenerife is actually the second best place in the world to do stargazing? Wow. Yep. You can actually arrange to go up and into the mountains in the evening, wrap up warm, but the night sky and the vistas that you get up there are absolutely breathtaking. Um, you can see all the different constellations in the sky. The skies are very, very clear because you're above the cloud line. Really, really beautiful. And equally, taking that same experience and going somewhere like the island of Madeira, I don't know if it's it's familiar to your listeners, but if you've never been to Madeira, it's an absolute must go to. 
fantastic island, um, a huge range of different hotel properties. You've got the very famous Reed's Palace there, for example, where you can go for your afternoon tea. But again, excursion wise, you can actually do something there, which is called breakfast at sunrise, where you actually go up into the mountains and you can actually, again, above the cloud line, you watch the sun rise. You do that in the morning, you can do it in the evening and watch the sunset as well. So there's all these incredible cultural experiences, as well as just having those lovely hotel experiences and the nice food and everything else. It's getting involved with the culture. And like I say, just because it's the winter doesn't mean that we can't travel and experience these things in the winter months as well. I know I went to Cyprus once between Christmas and the New Year, and I was absolutely astonished the place was humming. Brilliant for the older traveller. There's loads to do. And it was really warm. It's lovely. And I think that's the key. It's not bakingly hot. It's just lovely and comfortable. You might need to, you know, pop a shawl or a a small cardigan on in the evenings because it can get a little bit chillier. But during the day, you know, you can get some really nice balmy temperatures. You'll be eating outside for breakfast. You can be eating outside for lunch. And yeah, making the most of the resorts as well when they're they're busy, but not at full capacity. So it's a Mm. great time to travel and the pace is just a little bit slower. Just looking at the Indian Ocean Islands, I was trying to say that a bit too quickly. Do they have to be hideously expensive or can you, I mean, they're not going to be cheap, cheap. We get that. But can you find something reasonable? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, one island that stands out as as, as sort of reinventing itself in, in recent years is probably the island of Mauritius. Mauritius is incredibly affordable. And again, you can do everything from bed and breakfast all the way through to all inclusive. Great range of hotels from sort of four star all the way up to five star luxury, even some great three star properties in there as well. The beautiful thing about Mauritius is it may be a long flight. It's a 12 hour flight to get there, but you're only two hours time difference. So the time difference makes it all the difference. So you don't actually feel exhausted the whole time you're there trying to catch up. And one destination that we've actually just included um, in our in our latest brochure, which is be quite interesting for your for your listeners, is the island of Reunion. So Reunion Island, which sits right next to Mauritius, we can actually do a twin centre. So you can go and stay in Mauritius for a couple of weeks, but then you can probably do three or four nights where we can ping you over by internal flight, 45 minutes. And Reunion Island is completely different, much more rugged, off the beaten track, lots going on. You know, if you're an active traveller and you want to do maybe a bit of zip wiring or something, or even just experience a beach safari or something, you can do all of that. But then back to Mauritius again for your flight home, loads of connections back to the UK. And like I say, it's just a very, very affordable destination. A lot of people, I think, in the past have thought it's out of their reach. But actually, if if you compare some of the prices, sometimes even for Europe, you know, you'll find Mauritius is a very, very competitively priced destination. And one of my favourite places in the world, I have to say, I absolutely fell in love when I went there. I mean, it was just glorious. There's, I love the mix of cultures, the different languages. I mean, Reunion is actually French and it's actually a French department, isn't it? So it's run as if it was France. I mean, extraordinary. Do they use the euro? I think they do. Vote in the elections as well. Fantastic. All that way from the middle of the Indian Ocean. (laughs) We've talked about things that we might know. Have you got another unexpected destination somewhere that we hadn't been thinking of for winter sun? Absolutely. There's a couple actually I can probably throw in there from the mix. We talked about the Middle East and everybody automatically thinks about the go-to at the moment, which would be Dubai. But there's actually another destination which is is quite fascinating, especially on the cultural side, and that's Oman. It's really up and coming. And the beautiful thing about Oman is it's very low rise. So if you've got anybody that's thinking of traveling and perhaps put off by the glistening skyscrapers of the, you know, the the vista of Dubai and and everything that goes with it, actually, if you go to Oman, it's a much, much more authentic experience for what the Middle East is and some absolutely stunning hotels. 
you know, you could do Ziggy Bay, which is just absolutely breathtaking um, an amazing experience where you can arrive by your choice of mode of transport. You can come in, you can even parasail into the resort. Quite incredible as an experience. But then also you've got some beautiful, beautiful hotels up in the mountains where if you just want to get away from it all, you want a real Zen treat, uh, you just want to look out into the mountains, you've got that option there as well. Obviously, Oman, there's some gorgeous five-star hotels there. But if you're looking for something that's probably a little bit more affordable, that's equally quite incredible, how about Morocco? People don't always think of Morocco as a winter sun destination. But even at the moment, temperatures, what were we in November? You're still looking in the high 20s. It was touching 30 just a week ago. So great opportunity to go and see some culture. If you go to the city of Marrakesh, you can go up into the mountains. You can relax in one of your hotels by the pool. You're only a few hours drive away from the the coastline as well if you wanted to visit somewhere like Essaria, very historical city there. You could do that as a day trip. You can even do a night out in the desert, uh, out in the tents with the Berbers, a real sort of mix of the senses. And I always say that Marrakesh in particular as a destination is a great tester or a teaser. If you're thinking about going that little bit further afield or trying somewhere long haul, but you're not sure whether it's for you, even if you did just a city break, you know, something shorter, three or four nights, Try it out, test it, see what you think, see if it's immersive for you. And, you know, if it's something that ticks all the boxes and then obviously then you can plan to go further afield into the Far East or Asia or wherever else. But uh, yeah, a great, a great stop off point. And again, some fantastic choices of hotels from three star. You've got traditional Riyadhs there all the way up to five star luxury. Absolutely. I've had some of the best times ever in Marrakesh. I have to say, I remember a conference a long time ago and we just had an absolute riot. Now, you just touched on the idea of villas and having that bit more room. You know, I think of a villa and not quite the Cornish cottage, but, you know, you think of some villas that you've perhaps been to in the Balearics or somewhere, and it's all very much do it yourself. But I know there's a slightly more glamorous approach, for want of a better word. Now, some of the bigger hotels have actually got properties that are villas, but you can use the facilities. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You've, you've hit the nail on the head there. I think there's been this um, this sort of move towards people wanting more and more space when they're away. Um, and hotels have adapted to that by adding in villas that, uh, that actually sit within the grounds. So you've got, it's literally the best of both worlds. So you've got all the, the privacy and everything that goes with it, all the space of having your own villa, but then with all the services that go along with it with a hotel. So you can choose how you want to do your holiday. You can dine in the hotel restaurants, you can go in there and use all the facilities, or even with quite a lot of the hotels, you can have that service and that experience brought to your villa. So you can actually dine in your own villas and you can have a private chef brought in. And I think using that buzzword we've mentioned before, that multi-generational families, there are so many more now, um, sort of grandparents or parents taking their grown up children away and the kids and they're going out and they're, they're, they're basically enjoying the holiday as a family, uh, but also then also having the space to go away and still have their own time. So, you know, mum and dad can perhaps leave the kids with grandparents one evening and go out for dinner and vice versa. And everybody gets to have a little slice of what they want to do, but enjoying it as a family unit. It's very, very popular. You, you get them in Europe. You've got them in the Caribbean. I won't pick out particular properties, but we have all of those facilities available and some of them as many as four and five bedrooms. So mm-hmm. everybody has their own bathroom. No one's squabbling around in the morning to try and get people out so they can get showered. They're, they're just a great option for those, those size groups. And I think as well, what, you know, I've found, we've done this before, is that you can use the hotel tennis courts. Kids can go and use, you know, the pools that might have a bit more sort of the slides and a bit more activity going on. If there's entertainment in the hotel, you can join in there as well. Just get a broader feel, but still with your own private space, which is really, really super. 
So winter sun, we've thought about a bit of culture. We've thought about getting away into the mountains and so forth. I've also heard that there's a great popularity for golf during the winter and yeah. breaks of that sort. The Canary Islands is incredibly popular for golf, believe it or not. Tenerife uh, is in particular. There's a few hotels you can stay at. Everybody thinks sometimes of Tenerife as being in the south um, and coming in around sort of the Playa de las Americas, the decky area. But actually, if you go further north and go north into the island, there's some fantastic golf courses and some beautiful hotels up that way as well. A firm, firm favourite for the UK traveller would be the Algarve. And the Algarve has just got some fantastic courses some links courses out there as well. So obviously you're playing out on the coast. So if you're looking for that more challenging type of, uh, of golf course, then you can do that again. Again, huge range of properties that you can stay there. And again, bed and breakfast all the way up to all inclusive options. So you've still got the opportunity to go out and eat your evening meals. Just touching on the all-inclusive there while we, we mention it, so many people now are looking to plan ahead and to think about what they're spending before they go. And I think what an all-inclusive holiday does is it just gives you that security or that peace of mind to actually be able to say, okay, well, I've paid up front for everything. I know that I don't need to spend anything extra if I don't want to, but you're not tied to the all-inclusive. So, you know, if you're in a lovely hotel and you see a nice restaurant or you see, you know, you fancy going out for the day or doing an excursion, you can still go out and about. The beauty is that you're doing it to your own expense. So you know that you've got it all included, but the odd meal, a few drinks out here and there actually isn't going to burst the budget. But it just means that, you know, you've got that security and that safety net of knowing that everything's paid for. No one's going to starve. You're going to be fed and watered throughout the whole holiday. And the standard of all-inclusive has gone up dramatically. You can get everything from sort of, you know, your lead-in standards all the way up to ultra-luxury. We work with some amazing all-inclusive hotel chains. So don't ever be put off by the all-inclusive stigma of old uh, because they definitely have reinvented themselves. I think that's really important to say because, you know, you think of those slightly unpleasant canteen meals that used to be (laughs) thrown at people. And now, I mean, it is absolutely glorious and beautiful. And you just feel you're in the finest luxury if that's what you're after. And not everybody is. It goes from top to bottom. No more tray bakes, I think. (laughs) So good. You've given us a beautiful lot of suggestions there. Have you got your favourite? Can you share with us your favourite place for winter sun? I have got a bit of a favourite, I have to say. It's a destination we have touched on. And I think it's a destination that I would hand on heart say if you haven't been please, please visit the island of Madeira. It is absolutely probably one of the most surprising destinations I think I've ever been to in recent times because I just wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. It was just an incredible experience, somewhere that was quite, you know, amazing in terms of the quality of the food, the the hotel offerings there, and as I say, the culture. Um, So Madeira definitely is on the top of the list. Another one that might also be somewhere people aren't thinking of that's coming back onto the radar would be Egypt. It's definitely somewhere that's sort of tapered off in recent years, but it's coming back with a vengeance. The hotels are great. It's good value for money. Uh, You've still got the the beauty of the beaches, but also you've got the culture there as well. And of course, you can do your twin centres where you can go and see the sites and then spend a few days relaxing down on the Red Sea. So, uh, so that would be a good option as well. So either of those two, but again, we've got a huge portfolio of destinations for winter sun. So obviously get in touch if, uh, if you're thinking of going away. Fantastic. I don't know where to pick first, but <laughs> Phil, it's just been a joy to speak to you. And if you want to get some more information, go to our website, silvertraveladvisor.com and look at Classic Collection because lots of information is there or talk to our Silver Travel Advisors. They're on 0800 412 5678 
and we hope you'll be off having a great winter wherever you choose. Phil, thank you very much indeed. Thank you.